Holistic Gardens. Now, this podcast is called Holistic Home because I'm so passionate about helping you to find wellness in your home and creating spaces in your home and work environments that make you feel good. Now, this same principle actually follows through with your garden. Welcome back to Holistic Home. My name is Chelsea Whittakem and I'm an interior designer and decorator based in Sydney. Holistic Home is a podcast all about intentional interior design. Interior design with wellness at the centre of it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening in on another episode of Holistic Home. I'm very excited for today's episode because we're going into Landscape Week on the block. But even more exciting is I have my first ever guest on today's episode. I have a landscaper coming on. Now, not just any landscaper. This landscaper is creative, hardworking, and has a construction background as well. So this means landscaping isn't just all about planting and maintenance so much. It's about building. This is retaining walls. This is decks, pergolas. So it's really interesting and I can't wait for you to meet the guest. Now, this guest is very dear to my heart because it is my brother, Luke Whittacombe from Stunning Australian Landscapes. But before I bring Luke onto the podcast, I want to share with you my interior design tip of the week. As it is landscaping week on the block, I really wanted the tip of the week to reflect that. So here it goes. Holistic Gardens. Now, this podcast is called Holistic Home because I'm so passionate about helping you to find wellness in your home and creating spaces in your home and work environments that make you feel good. Now, this same principle actually follows through with your garden too because being conscious of what you see from outside your window or what's on your kitchen sill. So, for instance, say you can see your backyard from your kitchen. What can you see in your backyard? Is it some dead herbs or is it some flourishing hedges? So be conscious of what you can see. If there's weeds and there's dead things in the garden, dead plants, have organize a day and clean up the backyard because clutter is obviously not going to make you feel good and dead plants aren't going to make you feel good. And we're in spring now, so it is such a good time to be getting in the garden and it's so so grounding to actually get in the ground and you know putting plants into new soil and everything like that it is such a feel good so what can you see from your kitchen window it's going to make a difference in how you feel because you might be cooking some biscuits or cooking dinner and you can then see your flourishing new herb pots from your kitchen window and sometimes we are restricted by what we see by our environments so does this mean Maybe if you don't see anything, maybe you could add some hanging plants or some hanging wind chimes to add some good feng shui to the air. So consider that as your interior design tip of the week. What can I see in my outdoor spaces? How can I make this flourish? All right, let's introduce our first ever guest onto Holistic Home. Please welcome Luke from Stunning Australian Landscapes. Welcome, Luke. How are you going? 
Good. How are you guys? Yeah, good. Really exciting week on the block tonight because it was landscape week. Now, you are a landscaper. So on this show, the podcast lately, I've been giving my perspective as an interior designer on the spaces and the room. So I thought, let's bring Luke on, the expert in landscapes, to, to get his thoughts. So let's just jump right into it, all right? Starting off with House One, Kyle and Leslie. Now, uh, yeah. yeah, so this was the house. It had the round plungy pool and then it also had those round steppers. So what stood out to you? Yeah, look, from start to finish, Kyle and Leslie did an amazing job. I know they got hit pretty hard with the judging, but from a landscape's perspective, those floating cast concrete stairs are extremely involved and they, um, yeah, turned the backyard upside down within a week. They did extremely well. Yeah, to think that this has been done in a week, like landscaping, it's it's insane. That's correct. Yeah. I think judging for Kyle and Leslie throughout the whole block has been pretty harsh. So in terms of the craftsmanship of those concrete stairs, what's involved there? Look, there is a bit of a landscaper's trick to those stairs, but if I told you, it uh, would be breaking the code. (laughs) Fair call. It's not a one-day trick, those stairs. There's a couple of days in in installing those stairs, Um, and there's only a few people out there in, in a landscape construction game that can actually pull them off. I quite liked the design. I thought having it being cohesive with their home as well, that, you know, it means that the outside really brought in the inside because their house has been full of curves. So to then see that in the exterior as well, I thought was really cool and also promotes good feng shui. So that's really cool. Yeah. Awesome. It's, um, yeah, they've, they've really brought the inside out and the outside in. Yeah. Thanks, Luke. All right. Moving on, house two, we got Leah and Ash. Both House 1 and House 2 both had the round plungy pools. What's your perspective on a, on a plunge pool of this size and with the round shape as well? Yeah, look, the, the plunge pools come in, you know, a few different sizes, shapes, whatever you'd like to suit your your backyard. Circular is quite hard to fit into a into a backyard, but if you work with it correctly, maybe in sinking in the ground halfway just so it's not such a, a harsh wall to look at when you walk out into the backyard there's always a a different option to go about installing a pool yeah actually that's interesting perspective because i i look at it and i i just see like a circular pool but to think of that craftsmanship behind it as well but actually jumping ahead to house four it made me uh they also had an above ground pool but theirs was more classic rectangular shaped but what i liked about that was from their deck you were actually level with the pool so it didn't feel like it was just sticking up out of the ground yeah that's right no that quite that worked quite well and they use plants and everything to try and tie it in a little bit more with the surround, which softens the hardscape of the pool. Yeah, definitely. All right, back to Leah and Ash. I thought it was a nice backyard. It looked green, looked lush. Again, I felt was cohesive with the interior of their house with lots of curves, quite eclectic. Anything to note about the plants in this area? Yeah, look, I'm just following on from what Shave said. It kind of gives you a zen vibe when you walk out it kind of relaxes the mind and there's a nice place to sit and yeah the plants kind of 
just fall into place and look like they've been there for the, the past five years. It all just suits what they've what they've done and they've kept an existing tree and yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. It's a, you know, greenery, it's about, you know, we go on about green space all the time, but it's getting that balance right. So I think it really does impact your mind and on Holistic Home, you know, that's what we're always talking about is making our t- interiors a feel-good space. So to achieve that also in your backyard or front yard, your outdoor spaces is really important too. At Dave Franklin, he did say whimsical, which I thought was a really nice way of describing it. Yeah. Now, House 3, the judges, particularly Dave Franklin, had some pretty harsh feedback on. How did you feel about uh, Dave Franklin being a judge this year on the block for this week anyway? Oh, look, I think it's a bit bit cool for Dave to jump in and speak his mind because he's been in the landscape construction game for however long. And, um, yeah, he's someone that I've looked up to for inspiration when I started my business. Yeah, I think it's good for someone that has been in the game and knows what how much work goes into these backyards to be able to see the workmanship and bringing it from the ground up. Yeah, I, what I like is that it promotes landscapers and it promotes that landscaping is such a combination of trades. It's not just carpentry work or it's not just planting. Like It is construction and it is an integral part of your house. So I think, you know, I always see people building and, they're not budgeting for landscaping, which is definitely a huge mistake because your outside is so important, if not more important, especially when you think about the front of your house. So, yeah, I'd always encourage homeowners, you know, prioritise that landscaping budget. And sometimes prior to building the house, it may be easier for access to be able to bring machines over the house lab, excavate your pool, install the pool, and do your basic retaining walls and your, your major bones of the project and then infill at the end once the house is built. Mm, that's a really good idea. Uh, Christy and Brett, this is the first in-ground pool that we're seeing this week on the block, which I, I like in-ground pools. I think they're always going to be classic, so it's always going to look good. But one thing I wanted to talk to you about, Luke, with this pool was – it was brought up that the coping wasn't correct on this. How is that important with pool paving? Look, when you're doing such an expensive exercise with pool surrounds and expensive tiles and pavers, it's um, extremely important to get the little things right because in the long run, having a hard and hard surface together means you need an expansion between. And as... Dan, the foreman, was chatting to the, the landscaper, said, you know, if you've got that separation but you've paved over the separation, then, yeah, in time it's just going to pop the whole pool coping and you're going to have to replace the whole lot. Yeah, very interesting. So, yeah, craftsmanship and skill is really important with your landscaper. And I also think your number one priority is when you're working with a landscaper to have that clear communication yeah, make it make a solid plan and sticking with it because, you know, landscapers are very busy as well and especially this time of year we're coming into Christmas and everyone wants a beautiful garden for the summertime. So it's just really important that you're constantly thinking about your plan and then being solid with it so that you, you and your landscape team can come in and execute that dream house design in the garden. 
Yeah, I think you said that well with communication because if you do have subcontractors on site that are coming in to help you and you don't notify them of these expansions and certain specs that need to meet engineers' guidelines and, and whatnot, you'll have major issues down the track to certification and if you need to sell the place, it um, it makes it quite tough. Now, another controversial opinion on Christian Brett's landscaping was that pebble mulch. Well, it wasn't mulch, it was pebbles. What's your thoughts on that? Well, there are positives and negatives to using, say, a mulch over a pebble, but then sometimes a pebble over a mulch can be just as good. Because um, I saw on a, a recent project of yours that you did do pebble for a, a side path, and what was the reason for that? There was a good reason. Yeah, look, just sometimes the mulch can wash away on a, on a steep residential block, and I thought clients were more than happy to for suggestions, so we moved more towards a decorative pebble, which worked well with you know the plants and and the concrete work that went into the project. Yeah, because uh, I thought it was a like you know I'm usually when I think about the garden, I always just think about mulch, but. Then seeing the, the pebble look, I actually really liked it. I think there definitely is positive and negatives to using pebbles. So I think when you're doing your backyard design, be open to, to possibilities, be open to suggestions from your landscaper. Correct. House four, our winners this week of Landscape Week, Steph and Gian. Now, Luke, did you think house four deserved the win? They well and truly deserve the win, I think, as, as the judges would agree. Um, it's kind of a uh, move, turnkey move in, ready to ready to live kind of house and, and backyard. Yeah. Um, what I really loved about it was that they made that back deck an extension of the living room. So beautiful high ceilings with skylights and the, the blinds to block the wind and the sun. I thought that was incredible but it also felt like a really nice big spacious deck and as we mentioned earlier that the pool is pretty much level with the deck so that you're at the right level for access and viewing of the pool so that was nice and yeah I thought all their greenery was nice any plants that you like in this space oh look they've got some big bamboo trees against the the fence just to block out a little bit of the the fencing and the curved core 10 steel edging really um, complements the, the greenery of the plants that they've chosen. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, just little things that make a big difference in their backyard with the bluestone steppers. It all just ties in really nicely still with a good amount of usable turf space. That was really nice to see was, yeah, space because they've been going on about these houses being suitable for kids and families. So it was nice to see just that plain green space. But also I, what I think is really nice about this one is that it just complements the house so well. I know Steph and Gian have been really on about this throughout the whole process is that they've been planning landscaping from week one. They always wanted it to be part of the architecture of their home, which I really admire. When you're looking at a house and someone brings you in for landscaping, where, is, where do you take inspiration from? Most of the time I get the clients perspective on what they want because at the end of the day the client's always right <laughs> yes but I like to throw a lot of ideas around and give them the option and say look if this was my place this is what I'd highly recommend to do and then 
moving forward, you can do a, a 3D landscape design to show them what their yard, their front or backyard can look like before it's all picked up and, and used. And that gives them a better perspective on a visual of, you know, start to finish. Yeah, it's amazing how you can provide that 3D imagery because so many, you know, you and I, we're both designers. We're quite good at visualising, but as you work in the industry, you discover that, People, people need help and they want to be able to visualize and see your vision come to life. So I've seen uh, the 3D images that you're able to produce through your company. And they're really amazing. So, yeah, I think if you're working with Luke from Stunning, you're going to get some um, very creative and cool landscaping. The last house, uh, House 5, the girls, Eliza and Liberty. What do you think of this one? The poor girls have been battling this whole block. <laughs> They're absolute troopers, those two. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of them. I think they've done a good job throughout the whole thing and I I liked their backyard. I thought it felt nice, it felt quite usable and it didn't feel too precious. Uh, but I do see what the judges meant. I mean, Darren going on with the word colour palette again. It definitely could have been warmer in colour. They had a 21-year-old landscaper on this job and then an 18-year-old apprentice, so I'm quite impressed. Yeah, they've absolutely killed this backyard. Even though they got slammed by the judges, I um, take my hat off to the the young landscaping team. What they pulled off in a week—it's incredible. It really is. Yeah. And I mean, there was a lot of plants there as well. So you know, give them a few years to establish themselves. You're going to get a lot of character out of that because, as you know, as plants grow, the greenery becomes more lush. So that's definitely something to put in perspective when you're when you're looking at House Five. Right, well, that was all the houses of Landscape Week, uh, backyard. So next week is front yard. So we'll see how they go. Thank you so much for coming on to Holistic Home, Luke. Very much appreciated and really appreciate your expertise. Thanks very much for the opportunity, Chelsea. Thanks, Luke. Bye. See you later. It's so great to get a landscaper's perspective on the block. The block is such an interesting concept. The fact that they're doing spaces in a week is is phenomenal, really. So I, I really, really want to stress that point is what they're all doing is absolutely incredible. Now, before I leave you, I wanted to leave you with a little quote. To plant a garden is to believe in tomorrow. Audrey Hepburn. I just feel that's very fitting for this week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Holistic Home. Make sure that you are subscribed and following this podcast so that you never miss an episode. And you can also be following me on my social accounts, including Instagram, Pinterest and TikTok to stay up to date with day-to-day content. Make sure you're tuning in next time. Bye.